This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The future. So cool, right? All of those amazing new innovations that are going to make life even better. Like, wouldn't it be great to have a car that changes color to match your mood? Oh, wait, even better, your outfit. Buick is thinking about the future every single day. A future built around you with super smart Buick EVs that can make your life even better. And it's all out there waiting. So let's go to the future together. Join us at Buick.com slash future. Do you import and export goods in and out of the UK? If so, then look no further for all your logistics and freight forwarding needs than Lila International Logistics, owned and run by West Ham fans. Lila, that's L-I-L-A, International Logistics, provides businesses with affordable import and export rates for sending and receiving products anywhere around the world, whether it be by air freight, sea freight, courier or road freight. Lila provide a bespoke service for shipments so you ain't being passed between departments and you have a direct contact at all times 24-7 for shipments. Check out their website at www.lilalogistics.co.uk for more info. You're listening to the West Ham Way podcast with Dave and X. Oi, oi. Hello and welcome to the West Ham Way podcast with myself, Dave Walker, an XWHU employee. What a relief to be talking about a win and a good win against a good side rivaling us for a European place this season. We talk about the game, the Europa League draw, our trip to St Mary's on Wednesday before fingering some patrons, getting news from X and answering questions from patrons of the West Ham Way. How good is it to see us win again against a good side playing good football in a game that overall I thought was a decent performance? Yes, mate. It was. It was a very good performance. I thought. I thought it was brave of Moyes because I think a number of players, myself, I, I called for it as well. Perhaps could have been rested or alternated, and he didn't. He stuck by them, and those players performed well. Notably, Antonio and Suchek. I thought Antonio had his best game for a long while. He's very. 
like I can't describe him. He's like one minute he's brilliant, one minute he's awful. I've never known a player to have such large variables. We've seen how good they are. Um, and then Suchik obviously got a goal. I don't think Suchik had the best of games, but he's got a goal now. Hopefully he can build upon that. So I thought it was brave. I thought the performance was good. If it weren't for our, a poor final ball a number of times, mm. we could have had three or four chances. And obviously Deck didn't hit the post. So yeah, I thought it was a really, really good performance. As you said, the Wolves are a good team. You know, they've been a really good bit of form. I know they lost to Arsenal just before us, but they were doing really well and I feared this game. So mm. yeah, I'm pleased. I'm pleased with how we played and hopefully that will be a, the start of getting back to the form that we'd showed earlier in the season. Mm. Well, we dominated the midfield, which I think was key. It was always going to be key in that game. Uh, defensively, I thought we were solid. We'll come to that shortly. And if it wasn't for the fact that we were not clinical enough, it could have been three or four, really, couldn't it? Um, oh, yeah, it was, definitely. It was back to the West End that we've, we've come to love watching this season, I think. It was always excitement in our play going forward, which was good. But on Antonio, listen, I don't know about you, but I'm starting to feel so sorry for him. I mean, his yeah. frustration is radiating from him at the moment, isn't it? I, mean, I desperately wanted to see him score yesterday. And it was sad to see his face when he was substituted because I, I, he did put in a shift. There's no two ways about it. And I thought we played well. But he looked really disappointed with himself. I felt so sorry for him. So much so that I messaged him on Instagram after the game. <laughs> and, and it was something along the lines of, keep your chin up, mate. You're loved at West Ham. You've got our support. Keep working hard and it'll happen for you. And do you know what he said? Right. Fuck all. He didn't even read it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but my point still stands. He deserves a bit of luck, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, I thought I actually thought he played really, really well. Um, it's, I can't really describe it. He's like such a... I don't want to use the word bipolar because that's not the right word. And it's not like... I don't know, he's overly the most... I don't think it's probably the best politically correct word to use. But he's so, he's so extreme in his, like... But like performances and so on, like sometimes he's like amazing. Like you know that time when he spun the guy on the halfway yeah, line and he and he got down the wing and then and then he went to cut it back and passed it straight to their defender. And then you know there was another time when he was clean through and he did so. I can't remember what happened, but he didn't make the right decision. And there was just numerous times when uh, like he did something amazing and then something rubbish. And he's just such a like I don't know inconsistent footballer and. Um, He's like, one minute you love it, one minute you're like, what are you doing? But he was definitely back to the Mikel that we love. In that in that performance yesterday, I mean, all it did need was a goal, and he got close a couple of times. And I feel like he will get one soon, and then when he gets another one, when he gets one, he'll get another one shortly after that. So his work rate was what impressed me the most um, yesterday, because I think a couple of times, you know, you've looked at him, and he's looked quite sluggish, whereas I felt yesterday he didn't. I felt he was back to the sort of workhorse pace power that we'd have come to expect from him. So it was a big performance from him, and I'm I'm pleased that he put that in. Mm. Well, he didn't score, but he did get an assist for the man that you love to hate, Thomas Suchek. Uh, don't was... love to hate him <laughs> hang on a minute you said you'd get rid of him on a free transfer in the summer <laughs> no I didn't uh, look at the end of the day he scored a goal which is great and that's what we want from him and, and and we really want him to get those goals and that's what we've missed and that's what he's missed you know let's be fair there wasn't exactly um, a world class like moment from him he just had to tap it in but he was in the right place at the right time and um, yeah, and I fuck thought fuck yeah fuck yeah <laughs> 
I feel bad saying it when he's become such a, a lovable figure on this show. But uh, you know, he played well. It was one of his best performances for a while. He got a goal. That's what we want from him. We want him to start getting goals again. If he can build on that, great. I like. I love Thomas. You know, since he's come to the club, his personality, what he's brought to the side. In fact, he brought Shafout with him. He seems like an absolute diamond fella. You know, last season he was a great player. If we could get him back to that standard, the brilliant. And you know. Scored a goal. Like I said, he was in the right place at the right time. Um, let's hope there's more to come from him. Yeah, no, you're spot on. And I'm only pulling your leg. I know how much you like Thomas. And again, it's all about confidence, isn't it? You know, it's amazing what a goal can do for someone. And hopefully this might turn around his season because it has been a disappointing one by the high standards that he set last season. So mm. it was great to see him on the score sheet. Really good. And after the game, um, that was also a game on his birthday, he had a nice message for the fans. And if you didn't hear it, I don't have a recording of what he said, but I can give you an idea. It was something like, Hi, best Ham fans. I'm happy for today. Uh, just that uh, you are happy as well. Uh, we took all three points and uh, I'm more than happy to score that uh, helps the team win. And, and this is my birthday, girl. And, uh, I uh, dedicate it to you. Bye. So a nice touch from Thomas there. <laughs> I, 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 I was wondering which one you, you would use today, if any. I mean, there were so many to choose from. I mean, there was another one where he just well, suddenly went, thank you, West Ham fans, at the end as well, which I thought, which I thought was so you as well. <laughs> oh, man, the amount of tweets and messages I got on the back of his media I really, really hope what would be a dream scenario to come out of this is in 15 years' time or so. Hopefully, we're still doing the events and stuff, and we do it. We do an event, you and Thomas Suchek. I would just absolutely love it. And you can, what you could do is you could give the microphone to both of you behind the stage, uh, like behind a curtain or something, and the, and the list, the, the audience have to guess which one is actually Suchek. <laughs> <laughs> and which one is you? That can be the competition. <laughs> Do you know what I think would be even better? Is if I turned Thomas into a bit of a ventriloquist act and I sat on the chair <laughs> yeah. and he sat on my lap. And then every time I spoke, he just had to open and close his mouth. <laughs> I love that sound. I don't know if Tom would be up for that. I don't know if he'd be as much room to do. But, I was um, going to say, I'm not sure the rates we pay would be able to secure that deal to me. I'd just love to see the QA, the interaction QA. <laughs> <laughs> them asking, asking a question to me answer. Just <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> what a hero, though. And I mean, to be fair, the messages afterwards, it was really like, <laughs> I feel like sort of saying sweet about a grown man is like weird. But when it comes to Thomas Sinchek, <laughs> saying that he's quite sweet seems quite appropriate, given the yeah, context yeah. Where, uh, like, where he thanked him, where he, where he was really happy because his granddad was in the stand and he hadn't, you know, his granddad was 80, I think he's saying, in a couple of weeks, and his granddad hadn't been able to get over to a game because of COVID and stuff the whole thing with Thomas like when you when the world is such a brutal place at the time there's something quite endearing about his kind of personality and almost like innocence in a way like you know yeah. it's uh it's um yeah he's a great character and like you know what what he's brought to the the squad since he's been there not just in terms of you know his performances and goals but his personality has been massive yeah well said mate he's a great lad great lad let's talk about Kurt Zuma because yes. rightfully so, he's had a difficult few weeks off the pitch, but on the pitch, he's been phenomenal. And I think 
that's the right word to use for his performance yesterday, isn't it? Oh, mate, it was a brilliant, brilliant performance. Phenomenal, like you said. He he made a, a, two that I can remember. This is obviously, I was at the game, so I haven't watched any replays back, but two, the one where he got injured for a bit, and one in the second half, two challenges that, that were goal-saving, you know, like literally goal-saving. They would have yeah. been they would have been goals had it not been for him. So you think, like, that's the equivalent of almost like a forward scoring a hat-trick. His contribution was so important, and... And he has been brilliant, and he is brilliant. You know, as I said, when West Ham signed him, this is an amazing signing. You know, you, you, you're buying a French international Champions League winning centre-back here that was uh, um, that played consistently for Chelsea. You know, he was he is a great player, and I knew he'd be this good, and it's just been proven. And he's, he is one of the, the best centre-backs we've had in a long, long time, I would say. Mm, yeah, I totally agree with that. And listen, whilst it's come to light that I don't like his character now, um, because it, like I say, anyone that that gets close to abusing kids or or animals for me, I mean, you know, I think I'll stop it there. And, and I actually, I don't want to harp on about it because I'm actually quite sick of it all now. But I do have an opinion of him on a personal level now, and that won't ever go away because of that video. But on a professional level, you have to say as well as, as, well as the performances he's put in, he has shown a lot of character because it's yeah. not been easy for him. You know, he's, he's not been suspended or given any time off pretty much the day after he was playing for West Ham. And obviously it's not easy to walk into that changing room and be around the place and then face the away fans. So to do all of that, like he has done and play as well as he has done, I think speaks volumes about him as a professional on the pitch, mm. to be honest. Oh, definitely. You, I mean, you love him or hate him, you've got to give him credit for that. He's handled the pressure very, very well, very, very well. And, as much as I hate to say it, world events have now taken over and mm. obviously given, I'm not saying what he did was, was you know, wasn't awful. It was awful, but have given a new focus now, shall we say. So I think that's taken the pressure away from him a bit, but his performances on the pitch have been, um, have been superb and, you know, he's obviously got a strong mental character to be able to perform when the spotlight's on you like it has been and a negative spotlight at that. So, you know, fair play to his mental strength. Um, he is a great player. There's no two ways about it. And I think if we can keep him fit, which is always the worry, but if we can keep him fit, we've got a top centre-back there that most teams in the league um, would want. You know, he, and if we can get another six, seven years out of him performing at that level, because I think he's only, what, 26, 27, isn't he? If we can get a good six years out of him, then we've done very well with that signing. Yeah, I mean, he had everything yesterday, didn't he? Positioning, timing, reading, strength, outstanding. And it's no surprise that 76% of patrons voted for him to be man of the match, followed by Fournells, who had a good game as well, mm, with 6%. Mm. And Deck in third with 5%. I mean, speaking of Deck, he nearly scored a worldie, didn't he? Is, well, that, yeah. something, is that something that he's encouraged to do at West Ham? Well, as Suchek said, and as I've, I've said numerous times, he's known to be one of the best strikers of the ball at the club. You know, he's regularly in training, scores goals, you know, from free kicks, from open play. And um, and I think he's showing that. You know, he's taken a couple of shots recently that have come off the woodwork um, or been close to going in. And I think, again, like everything that we've said so far on this show, once he gets a couple, they'll start to flow. I mean, the fact that Sooness, I don't know if you saw it, called it out and said he doesn't score enough goals. It's an absolutely ludicrous comment. I, I sometimes question 
however Souness has ever played football, let alone be mm. the, the sort of legend that he was um, from midfield. Because, you know, Declan Rice is a defensive midfielder. Souness has already said himself he sees him more as a centre-back, but he's a defensive midfielder. You look through world football and you look at quality defensive midfielders. So you look at the likes of Makaleli, Busquets, um, Javier Mascarano, Kante, um, you know, like Lowe's, Didier Deschamps, you know, whatever sort of generation you want to go through, the defensive midfielder doesn't score many goals because he doesn't often get into the box because he's def- he's more of a sort of a, a link between the midfield and the defence rather than getting into the box. That comment was absolutely ludicrous. Yeah. You know, Declan's played, Declan's will get more goals. Um, he will score more as his career goes on, I'm sure. Um, you know, it's just he's just still very, very young, you know, and, and he will start to get more from set plays and stuff. It's ridiculous. And I want to touch on four nails as well because I'm not sure how easy this was to pick up on the cameras, but certainly when you're at the game like I was, um, he his work defensively during that game was immense. You know, he tracks mm. their, their right back and their winger continuously and really, really, really provided support for Aaron Cresswell on the left. And, you know, we haven't kept a clean sheet for a while. Um, and it was, um, you know, it was... Oh, I thought, did we keep one against Watford, having said that? Yeah, <laughs> um, <exactly>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, we'd be quite inconsistent. Well, clean sheet, shall we mm. say? And I think I think he, um, he uh, helping Cresswell on that left side yesterday was massive. You know, obviously, Zuma's performance was massive. Johnson played really, really well. Dawson did, and I thought Fabianski was good as well to give another player some praise that I've maybe questioned a bit. He was brilliant mm. from crosses mm. and corners. Mm. I thought... Fornells' work rate was superb yesterday and I think that needs to be celebrated and I'm glad that the patrons also recognise that because not only was he working back defensively but he was also creating things going forward as well. It was a very good performance from him. Yeah, he's got that ability sometimes going forward, Pablo, to to slide through some of these Berkovich-type balls, isn't he? We saw a couple yeah. of them yesterday and uh, yeah, yeah. I, I love him and it, it is little wonder why the rest of the fan base love him and another great character as well. And when you talk about all these players, you talk about them on the ball, it's hand in hand talking about them as characters and that I think that's such a secret formula behind our success over the last couple of seasons is, is the amount of likeable people we've got in this club because that is the core ingredient for camaraderie, isn't it? It's so mm. important. And mm. and that is another argument as to why it would be a little bit more challenging for more is it to bring people in because it ain't just yes. the type of player he needs, it's the type of person he needs to fit 100%. into to that dressing room. So 100%. You know, that's why why more like maybe some obvious signings that, that were available that we could have made. We haven't looked at, you know, Deli Ali, for example, is a very mm. good player. Massive question marks about his attitude. Diego Costa, you know, he's been on a free transfer for a while now. He could come in and be at least a decent backup forward, but there's question marks over his character. You know, there's, there has been players available to Moyes that they have decided against signing because of because of the character and you're right. I, I, I say it continuously on this podcast. I really do believe that psychology, so confidence and getting on with your teammates and work rate and physical and, and sorry, mental attributes um, as opposed to actually skillful football traits are just as important as being a great player. Like you you can have great players that don't 
aren't effective because they don't work well in a team or they don't work hard um, and players that cause problems wherever they go you know you're better off having a player with less ability than them but has all the other attributes way above them and you know we've had a number of players like that over the years that have been very good for West Ham and I think I think the work rate is, uh, and that, and that sort of that type of person does mean that Moyes' recruitment is therefore harder because he doesn't just sign players on ability. Mm, yeah, it's a massive point, and you've got to give him credit for that. It's just frustrating that in the time that they've had together uh, with David and, and Rob, that they haven't kind of found that formula uh, going into mm. January. Um, but look, it's been and gone now, and we're talking about another West Ham win, which takes us back to fifth. So we've got to be two happy hammers today. I know I certainly am. Yes. I thought every single player in the, in the, in the starting 11, put, or even you know, in the subs, Flasic did his part when he came on, and Duke made a really good challenge with the few like, opportunities he had in the game. I mean, every player played really well yesterday. You know, you couldn't, you couldn't fault a player. Um, I think... Um, Johnson came in and showed that he has he has the future that has to be the future right back. I thought he was really good. I thought Dawson's been brilliant since Zuma's came back in the team. Um, I thought Lanzini created lots. I thought Fabianski took loads of crosses and corners really really well and calmed down the play. So overall, it was a great performance. Mm. On Friday, the draw for the next round of the Europa League took place. What do you make of our opponents and how excited are you for us to be going? Well, I'm absolutely buzzing to be going. That's for sure. I mean, this is stuff of dreams for me as a West Ham fan. You know, I've I've had a season ticket since 1991 um, 90, season. So, you know, to be able to be a season ticket holder for, you know, as long as I have now. Um, and I've never experienced West Ham abroad apart from at Wrexham. You know, which uh, I can't. Yeah. And Swansea, actually, I think I've done all three of them. Rex and Cardiff and Swansea. That's the only time I've ever seen West Ham outside of England. And you know, it's, it's it, you know, Seville is a great city. You know, I've been to Spain quite a few times in my life, but I've never been to Madrid or Seville. I've been to Barcelona numerous times and lots of the islands, but I've never been to Seville. So even from a cultural, uh, geographical, historical perspective, I'm excited. But the fact that it's a, a, a big um, Spanish team, um, we're going, I think it's just going to be amazing. In terms of the actual football side of things, obviously it's one of the hardest draws that we could have got. But then you think about it, every draw is hard for, for different reasons. You know, Porto is not an easy game. Barcelona, certainly, I know they're not quite the Barcelona of old, but it's still a tough game. You know, any of those fixtures would have been tough for their various factors. Rangers, you know, part of me wants us to get them, but you think they've just knocked out um, Borussia Dortmund, so they're not going to be easy. So every tie is hard, and it's better to not have Seville in the final. I mean, if we're talking about actually winning this thing, I don't think we want Seville. Seville in the final because it's in Seville so they'd have that yeah. automatic home advantage um, uh, over um, whoever they play in the final so I guess we need Seville to be knocked out at some point Spanish clubs can't play each other so we can't rely on Betis Barcelona to knock them out so there's not many other clubs that are going to be competing for this trophy left so we're going to do it we're going to do it now and it's a tough tough draw but if we can get away from the away leg not having lot, well, not having been battered. Let's just say we lose it one nil. I mean, hopefully we won't. But let's just say we lose it one nil. That is not the end of the world. Get them back to the London Stadium. The atmosphere will be electric for that game. And let's just see what we can do. I'm excited, mate, massively. 
Yeah, I mean, it was a fucking headache with the flights, wasn't it? Oh, jeez, mate, I've still got a, a, a holiday to Seville book the week after. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> so, so, like, think of that. I'm, I'm be going twice in two weeks now. Like, <laughs> so, where, where we were panicking so much, it was really bad timing. I could see it literally falling this way because I had a meeting on Friday with an old work colleague and I hadn't seen her for ages and I didn't want to cancel. So, But uh, luckily, she was meeting me at about, like, 12 o'clock. So I had about an hour or no less, 45 minutes after the draw, try and sort it, boom, got it, as minute we got Sevilla, I was on the on the flights, hotel, bang, goes into the, uh, the virtual basket, and I press to pay for it, and then just as I go through all the bloody questions, and filling it all in, it says it's gone, and then I do it again, and the price shoots up 700 quid or something, and I'm like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it, pay for it, pay for it, and again, the same thing happens, so I'm getting really frustrated, thinking, oh, you know, I can't trust Dave to organise this, so, <laughs> so, I'm gonna, so, I'm, so I'm really going to have to get this done in the next 10 minutes, so I'm frantically, frantically putting things in my phone, got the dates wrong in my head where I was trying to like so rush and I've booked myself three days in Seville for the following Wednesday, Thursday and Friday as well and I've tried to get a cancellation and so far they're not getting back to me so I reckon I'm just going to take the thankfully it was cheaper I didn't I didn't clock why it was so cheap the week after <laughs> thankfully, thankfully it was only about £600 I'm just going to have to take the hit on it but yeah we eventually got it booked for the actual correct dates and going via Madrid which isn't ideal and we've obviously got about an hour between flight so we really have to hope it's not delayed but um if uh if it all goes to plan we should be there yeah i mean it's a fucking nightmare really because i live very close to stansted airport so that would have been a dream just to go to stansted direct flight to seville job done but then like you because at that point you had to get into your meeting and then you sort of gave me the reins Fuck me, that's like asking McDonald's to look after your cow, that is. So I tried my best. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> you said it. I, lo- <laughs> I, loved your, I loved your first reaction when I told you as well. I was like, oh, fucking, you said something like, fucking hell, man, how am I meant to do that? And I, <laughs> I didn't say anything. I thought, well, like anyone else does. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was, this was the problem because everyone else was. And yeah. you, know, you went into that meeting and it's almost as if, well, this literally was the case. The second that um, that name got pulled out the hat. That was it, West Ham fans. Every single West Ham fan and their dog was crashing the airlines. So the stance there, Paul, we had no fucking chance. So in the end, we, we're going through... Is it Heathrow we're going from? Uh, yes, mate, yeah. Heathrow to Madrid to Seville. So it's a bit of a ball late, but let's be honest, I think we'd have fucking walked there, wouldn't we? We'd want to go well, Yeah, much. and to be fair, the turnover is only an hour in Madrid. You know, so we literally mm. got an hour between our two flights. So we're going to literally touch down, hopefully take our bags, and then literally put the bags straight on the next flight. I don't quite know how quickly we're going to be able to fit this in, but uh, it came up as an option on the, on the flight. And uh, ways to... To um to uh, to Seville, so hopefully it is doable. Yeah, yeah. Well, we also have the small matter of the FA Cup to look forward to. A yeah. place in the quarterfinals awaits the winner of the game at St Mary's on Wednesday. How do you feel about that game? Uh, excited again. Um, don't know how we're going to get home from it if it goes to penalties because I, <laughs> yeah, I, no. I don't know there's any trains, so we have to cross that bridge when it comes to it. But yeah, excited. Tough decision for Moyes coming up because obviously he's got Southampton, and this is a question in the in the page in the Q and A ones at the end. But he's got Southampton away in the cup, massive game on Wednesday, having just played on Sunday. Then we have got Liverpool, you know, massive game in the league, and then we got 
Seville in the cup, and then Villa in the league, and then Seville in the cup again. It's a massive run of games um, coming up here, and it's going to be really interesting to see how he um, copes with the selections for those games, given the fact we've got a small squad. Um, but yeah, I'd like to think we'll beat Southampton now, if, now that we've beaten Wolves. Now, hopefully that will inject a bit more confidence in the team. I'd like to think we'll beat them, but they're, they're no mucks. You know, they're a good team. Mm, Southampton mm. and their manager's done a great job for them. You know, they don't have the biggest budgets. They sign players well. They bring through academy players well. I think what, what they do, given the stature of their club, is actually really, really impressive. I think a lot of clubs could learn from the model that Southampton have and have had for a number of years yeah they've got a great academy Southampton that's for yeah. sure uh, and you're right they don't play with big budgets so they are a side that pretty much gets by and it's through shrewd recruitment and sometimes managers we've never heard of to make them tick and they do seem to have a good thing down there you know in terms of um, your sort of standard survival every single season the odd upset the odd big result and it doesn't help us away from home um, it's a tough game it's a tough game I don't really know how to call it I mean I wouldn't be surprised if we do miss our last train put it that way yeah, no, that's right. I don't think I think we will. So, yeah, happy days. If anyone's driving and want to take two rogues back to London, then uh, they give us a, <laughs> give us a shout because we're going on the train. But uh, yeah, yeah I'll be interested to see what happens anyway. But uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. It'll be a good atmosphere because there'll be about five thousand. I think is it something like that? It's a big, bigish allocation down there. Uh, so it'll be um, it'll be interesting to see uh, the atmosphere. I think the atmosphere will be brilliant. To be fair, so yeah, mm. looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, it's reaching quite a pressurising stage of the season now, but not just for West Ham. I would say you're under a, a, a bit of pressure at the moment as well. And I think you know why. Yeah, because it's uh, the first time we're going to talk about the Predictions <laughs> League in, in, in well, months. I, I think we should probably go back to starting, you know, to talk about this on a weekly basis. Oh, there's a surprise. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a surprise. <laughs> this is why squash no longer happens. And, uh, and you know that's a lie. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> well, which was once a points difference going into the hundreds between me and X in the West Ham Way Premier League predictions competition, it's now down to 40 points. I mean, this is actually quite unbelievable. It's the greatest comeback since Rocky II. And <laughs> the question is, X... Do you have the arsehole to keep the lead over me that you've had all season or are you going to buckle and watch me win for a third consecutive year? I've got to admit... I mean, you was the one that broke the devastating news to me outside your house that I actually thought I had West Ham one Wolves nil, and I was buzzing. So I thought, brilliant, that's eighty yeah, well, you points. You predicted that. I know. You predicted I, that. I know. I don't. I don't recall ever doing the one all prediction. So either I pressed the wrong button, or I did it about like a week or so ago and can't remember doing it. Oh, I did on. Uh, Friday, whatever it was, logged in, checked I had my results in, and then just left it. But I don't remember even putting the results in. So it must have been one of my late-night escapades when I wake up at, like, <laughs> three in the morning, half asleep, half awake, and just do things. Like, the amount of times, right? Honestly, this is the truth. I will get a delivery to our house, and it will say my name from Amazon. And I'll be like, what's this? And I'll open it up, <laughs> and it'll be like something completely random. And I'll be like, what the hell is this? I once bought, because I think the finish is the fear of what you do to me on nights out but I, won, I, won, I once bought I think what was it it was something like 250 hangover remedy bottles um, uh, from, from Hungary right they turned into these massive crates right I was like oh my god what is this obviously I couldn't keep them anywhere and they didn't have a particularly long shelf life either so that was a complete waste of money there's been things turned up at my house I'm like I don't even remember ordering this so I mean that's what happened with the predictions but 
I, I feel a bit nervous. I'm not going to lie because it's not stressed me out recently. The predictions leak because obviously I was so far ahead. So to now know that you're only literally one correct prediction away from me um, is slightly disturbing because I will never, ever, ever hear the end of this because as people have probably <laughs> gathered, their sportsmanship is questionable at times. So, so, so I think this will literally written on my tombstone if you then win this. Well, I don't think it's as disturbing as your late night ordering habits. I don't know where they come from. I mean, what brings them on? I just, mate, you know my sleeping. Like, you know, you shared hotels with me and yeah. those other things. Like, I literally wake up maybe seven, eight, nine, ten times a night, go to the toilet, and then sit there, and I'm like, oh, I'm awake now. So I check my phone at the moment. It's been reading about the latest situation in Ukraine, which is always uh, joyful at three in the morning. And yeah, then, lovely. and then, yeah, and then I've, um, and then I'll just like go on to various other things. So, so sometimes I, you know, go on the West Ham way page and read the messages there. Sometimes I go on Twitter. Sometimes I, you know, go and look at cars I might buy, which are free o'clock in the morning could be horrifically costly <laughs> and then I just look, just look at various things like PlayStation games things I'm never really going to buy if I was awake and then half the time I don't do anything with it or more more than half the time but sometimes I get random surprises turn up at my house <laughs> I just, just got this, just this image of you just <laughs> undoing an Amazon box and saying I do not remember ordering this big black dildo <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be, do you know what? You'd be surprised at some of the things that do turn out. Admittedly, I have, admittedly, I haven't ordered one of them yet. But there's been some stuff. And I've been like, "What on earth was I thinking when I ordered this?" Like, like, like just, I, me- I remember once. This is the honest truth, right? When I was getting a bit paranoid about my thinning hairline and stuff, this was just about a year or so ago. I ordered, <laughs> honest truth, right? It was during the pandemic, so obviously things were a bit weird. Then anyway, and like. You got not much to focus on other than like weird things. So I was looking at my hair, like thinking, yeah, it's definitely, definitely going in the middle a bit there. I could do with a bit of like, you know, a bit of um, like reinforcement. Get some, uh, get some troops in to help the help the faltering uh, defense <laughs> line. So I don't know. I don't even remember the thought process, but I found this like clip on hair bit for the middle of your hair so 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 literally, so so literally what you do is you clip it to the bits of hair that you've got on the on the side and then it, and then it sits in the middle so it's like a what's the word like a condensed toupee i think like, <laughs> you honestly honestly mate and i ordered it and so can you imagine can you, can you imagine my shock when i i forgot all about it i opened this package and i was like what the fuck is that you know, sitting in this like packet and i I think it came from China as well, so there was like barely any expenses sp- paid on, but like spared on packaging and stuff. It was just this little little bit of black hair. A, it was way too black for my hair as well. <laughs> you, know, so, so, like, you know, I've got black hair, but like obviously where I'm getting old, there's greys in there as well. So it would have sort of had this like literally this black landing strip down the middle of the head. And then and when I tried it on, right, the clips you could actually see the clips. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 the, the most pointless thing ever. That's one of the random things I've, uh, I've oh ordered late at night. Oh, my God. I can't so, fucking deal with that. That is so funny. <laughs> Honestly, how, mate. Some, how did I not know about this? You've got have I never told you it before? No. I'll, I'll send you it. I'll send you it. What I'll do is I'll go on to my... <laughs> uh, it's usually Amazon because I've got Prime on Amazon because of the you know the football, so I can watch the football. So I've got Prime. And I, on, because that's ordered next day, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll okay. get... Obviously, this one wasn't next day because it came from China. But, the, I've, mate, I've got stuff... 
Honestly, if I was to print you out do a screenshot of my order history from Amazon in the last couple of years, you'd be like, what the fuck did you want that for? <laughs> and half, half the time I don't know myself until it turns up. And I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, I love that, mate. That is so funny. But I do feel your pain with the receding airline. I mean, fuck me. Mine's so far back. You saw McAvenny score at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nightmare. I'm even, I'm even thinking about the old transplant route myself, to be honest with you. You know, go to Turkey, don't fuck about, get the job done. The only thing that puts me off a little bit is my cousin got it done and it looks the bollocks to be fair yeah but, he showed me but you got you got to uh you got to, you got to go to sleep sitting up for 12 oh, hours no. that's horrific mate i mean I'll i could right do, you, do yeah, i was gonna night. say i was gonna say i could do that drunk or i could do it on trains and stuff but to do it to <laughs> 12 nights in a row but yeah, uh yeah. it's pretty and it looks brutal first after it as well yeah, all the little spots and stuff over your head and that but you know maybe it's something to consider i mean i actually got a bit of a boost uh I'm going to give him a shout out. Um, I actually got two boosts on my appearance at the weekend because first one at the <laughs> events, someone came up to me and said, I've always wondered what you look like. You look a lot better than I imagined, which I, I take <laughs> as a compliment. And then I sat next to, and I'm never going to be able to pronounce his name. I'm not even going to attempt to because it will be pretty offensive. But I sat next to a guy that does the Swedish Hammers podcast at West Ham yesterday. And it was by chance because the seats next to me are always empty there i think they used to be like a former coaches because he's got his name on the seat but he's never ever there so they're always different people every week where i shouted something out i can't remember what i said now the guy turned around to me and he said um are you dave walker and i was like i was like i was like it's like, 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 a bit odd i didn't know what to say because obviously i'm not but i, I didn't want to i didn't know it's a, and I thought it was a bit of a coincidence so i said so i said no but I am X. And he's like, I meant X, because obviously we had heard the two voices and stuff. He couldn't quite remember which one was, was which. And um, and, he, and he was like, you know, he shook my hand, was really pleased to sort of speak to me and stuff, which was flattering. Um, and then he said to me, you're no way near as fat as I imagined. So obviously t- <laughs> t- telling people that I'm fat has, has worked quite well. I mean, I still think I'm on the chubby side. Don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here thinking I've got a buff body, but that is that is good. And, and actually, I got a bit of trolling um, as a result of the weekend. I mean, when do I never not get it? But I got yeah. some. I know that I showed you a lot of them are calling me a FAT. I don't know why I'm spelling that word out. A fat, <laughs> C-U-N-T. Um, loads of them. And I use that as inspiration now. Are they the ones that well, have mate. actually lost two stone now? Well, I was going to say, to be fair, you know, you, you say you haven't got a sort of hunky body. I think you're on your way. I mean, you have, I bet Nigel Ben creeps in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You'll say, if Nigel Ben's telling me now, I'm well happy. <laughs> you're on your way. <laughs> Thanks, Nigel. I love no, you. I really hope so. <laughs> yeah, you've lost all this weight. Oh, I don't want to Thank you. you. Well. <laughs> no, you've done well, mate. You, you've done well. You have lost some weight. Do you know what, though? And actually, this is what, one thing that has been a shift in me in 2022 is that I actually am using the trolls' comments to inspire me. Like There was one guy put something like, I tell him I want to know why he eats so much, so spends all the patron, robs people for patron money and spends it all on McDonald's, the fat cunt. And I was like, right, oh, so, I know, screenshot that one. That would that could go up before when I'm feeling lazy about the gym and stuff. So these people are actually helping me indirectly now. So it's all yeah. good. Yeah. Big question, X. Arguably yeah. the biggest question of the show so far. Would you like to finger some patrons? I always want to finger patrons. Now I've got this new body, mate. <laughs> you know, it's just enjoyable for both of us. <laughs> right, okay. Let's do it. So X has a list of patrons in front of him. 
which he will be frantically fingering until I can tell him to stop. <laughs> I'd like to think there was some like um, strategic fingering rather than frantically. Because that makes it sound like I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, or a sort of, sort of predatory approach. There <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, uh, and whoever he lands on will win themselves a prize. But some might say that being fingered by X is a prize in itself. So <laughs> we should have some very happy patrons soon shortly. But X, do you want to summarise what the prizes are and who they're going to go to? Yeah, so we've got two competitions that we've got to do. And obviously, we usually tend to do this at the start of the month. So we're a little bit late um, on this one for February. But we got there in the end. It is still February, um, just. Um, so basically, we are going it? to... Yeah, it's the 28th. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, it is, isn't all. I thought it was the first today. Go on, carry on. Good job you didn't pinch and punch me then. That's what I've been uncalled <laughs> <Yeah>. for. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, so this, the, we've got two competitions. The first one is the standard one that we do every month, where third prize is, you might have to step in with, and help me here a bit, James Collins uh, event DVD. Um, and a signed photo of James Collins, isn't it? And then it's not a DVD. It's um, it's a, a, an email of uh, oh, an yeah? electronic version of the event. Yeah. Very oh good. yeah. Yeah. And then the second one is a fifty pound club shop voucher. And then the first one is a signed um shirt of a player, a current player, uh, or an ex player. Um. So that one I think is going to be Gerard Bowen. But I just uh, need to check with our supplier. But I'm pretty sure it's Gerard Bowen. But if not, it'll be a current first team player. And then um. Then this one is the Refer a Friend one, which is where in January we ran a competition asking for current patrons to provide evidence that they'd referred someone to patron and that they'd signed up and stuff and then they'd be entered into a draw. Quite a few people did that, thankfully enough, so I think we should run that again. So this is for the Ginge uh file and the, and the signed photo so this is third place in our monthly draw and i'm going to start fingering now so i'm frantically fingering mate so help me out when you when you think i've reached the right moment okay <laughs> so, so horrible <laughs> strange little freestyle we've got going on here you're like giving me instructions <laughs> I, I love the, uh, the the formal way you asked me to just stop me when i've reached the right moment <laughs> I was going to say you're a fucking animal in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the right terminology, but then I thought I've already said the, the C U N T word, and out of the yeah. two of us, you're known, you're the known swearer. So I don't want to take, take your title. <laughs> so, right. Okay, so are you fingering? I'm fingering away. Okay. Stop. Okay, I've stopped. There's no reaction from anyone. That's quite a, quite an anticlimax. But the winner is an Adrian Hammond. Adrian Hammond, good stuff. Yeah. Right, okay, Adrian. Can you write these down for me, mate? Because I haven't got anywhere to write them down. I am. I'm uh, making notes as we speak. So Hammond good. is H A double M O N D. That's it, mate. Yeah, good Adrian spelling. Hammond. Wow. Wow. That, that that failure at GCSE English was a bit harsh. It was, mate, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was. I'd like to see how I'd do it now, actually. But then, it was, <laughs> mate, it's school in these days. I've got no fucking chance. My kids come home from school with their homework. They're only nine and 12. I have to pass them to their mum. So, yeah. <laughs> so maybe it was justified. Um, yeah. Right, okay. Well done, Adrian. That's a good event, that. You'll enjoy that. Um, that was the first ever one we'd done at O'Neill's with Ginge. It was, oh, God, it was fucking banged out in there that night. But a really, really good, good one. And it's not audio, it's video. So uh, if you wasn't there, you can relive it 
through this file. And so I don't think I've through. even seen it. Yeah, I should try and win one of these prizes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I obviously, obviously, I was there, but I, don't, I haven't seen it replayed. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> it's good. Well, we, we paid someone to professionally film it, so it's been done properly. It's not as if we're going to send you something from Etsy's iPhone. Yeah. A, a proper, proper, well-arranged um, do that we put on and uh, and film. So you'll enjoy that, Adrian. Well done, mate. Second prize, £50 club voucher, X. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm going... I don't know if it's going up or down. <laughs> Stop. Right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Slightly worrying that you've let everyone into an insight to your uh, your climax <laughs> noise there, but uh, <laughs> I think the next one you need to do is Thomas Suchek. Okay, the winner here is Matthew Smith. I love these choice of names this week. I oh, can read them all. For you, isn't it? Yeah, I can Perfect read them all, Matthew Smith. Matthew Smith, good stuff. Right, Matt, we'll get in touch with you for your address, mate, so we can uh, we can send that off to you. Good stuff. I'm going to go. Backwards on this one, I think. I went upwards on the last one, so I'm going to go backwards on this one. See, see if I get a different effect for Thomas. Okay, okay. Stop! right arnold it's actually a fellow it's a fellow a the winner is ash pierce ash Pierce, right, good stuff. If it's the Ash Pierce I'm thinking of, he's a good lad as well. So, well done, Ash. Brilliant. So, that's a signed shirt coming your way. We'll be in touch with you guys for your address details so we can get these out to you, and uh, and well done. So, we're not finished yeah. there, X, are we? No, we've not got to the refer, refer a friend. So, the way this works, it's just a... So people are new to the show, they might not know. We may do this again next month, actually, because I think it's a nice little thing to do. Um, basically, um, a patron had to contact me with a patron that they'd referred, and then the well, contact us, should I say, and then the referred patron dropped us a message and said, Hi, I've been referred by blah blah blah. And that meant that both people went into the draw, so you're winning for yourself, obviously, because there's only one prize, but. It meant that you and the person you referred got entered. So either the new guy or the old guy can win, if that makes sense. And um, there's quite a few, quite a few entrants to this one, which was good. So um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start going now. Okay, so this is a smaller list you're working for. Yeah, so basically what I did is I screenshotted those messages and I put them all into a... This is quite impressive for me in a technological front, I must yeah, say. I screenshotted like all the messages that I got um, from people saying, I'm, I've referred and this is the person. Once I could see that it was true that Dave had referred X, so to speak, I, could, I put Dave and X into it. They put it into an album on my phone and now I'm just screen, it's like flicking through all the screenshots of their messages. Okay, and it is only the one prize. It is the one prize, yeah. And what is that prize? Uh, a signed shirt as well. Right, okay, mate. So you ready? Yeah. Okay. Gonna let the suspense build a little bit on this one. Stop. Okay, and the winner today is uh, Dan Vincent. Dan Vincent. Well done, Dan. You bagged yourself a nice signed shirt there, mate. Good stuff. So we've got some prizes to get out the door. The free winners for our standard Patreons for the uh, the prizes for February. Well done to you, lads. 
and also to Dan. Uh, good well, stuff. And just to say that Dan referred Dave Vincent on. It looks like the 1st of January. They're both Vincent's, I'm assuming they're related. Um, so, yeah, uh, well done to Dan. Oh, it could be some fights over that prize then as to which bedroom that goes in, assuming they're brothers. I don't know. But... Well, it has to go to Dan because Dave was in was also in the draw, but it was Dan that I picked out. So <laughs> I'll, I'll save the arguments. Good stuff. Well, well done, lads. Brilliant. And uh, we'll do this again next month, as always. Right, let's see what X has to say this week. To listen to the rest of this podcast, you need to be a patron of the West Ham Way. Becoming a patron couldn't be easier. Just visit www.patreon.com that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash the West Ham Way and confirm your subscription to get full access to the West Ham Way podcast, our second weekly show called the West Ham Way podcast Extra Time, classic clips of audio and video interviews, exclusive news from X, match day team news before anyone else, an exclusive forum, live Q&As with myself and X, monthly prize draws, discounts on events and merchandise, and behind-the-scenes content, all of which for just £5 a month. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a drama coach to be an IT guy. Yeah, I'm having trouble logging in. I'm not buying it. Say it again, this time with feeling. I can't log in? Come on, man, I want to feel your struggle. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Now, like your life depends on it. I can't log in. Yes, we'll make an actor out of you yet. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. It's Macy's Labor Day sale, so gear up as summer cools down with 30% off timeless looks from Levi's and specials like 30 to 50% off statement-making shoes for her and 60% off luggage from Samsonite and more. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and get an extra 20% off more great deals. Plus, Star Rewards members can earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Going on now. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.